of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. It says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And tonight, I'm going to be focusing on some of the things that you can say that will bring death. Because they say that death and life are in the power of the tongue. It means that death, if you, you can use it to bring life and you can use it to bring death. Praise God. So tonight, we're going to be talking about the dangers of destructive talk or destructive words, whichever one you prefer. The danger of destructive talk. And I'm just going to be... Um, you know, talking about a couple of things or a couple of ways that we use our words in destructive ways, either for ourselves or for the people around us. Praise God. Okay, so the first thing, um, please give me Acts 5. Give me an NLT, just NLT, um, except I say otherwise. NLT, please. Acts 5 from verse 1. Says, but there was a certain man named Ananias who, with his wife Sapphira, sold some property. Mm-hmm. He brought part of the money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. Then Peter said, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit and you kept some of the money for yourself. The property was yours to sell or not sell as you wished. After selling it, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us, but to God. As soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell to the floor and died. Everyone who heard about it was terrified. Then some young men got up, wrapped him in a sheet, and took him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in. Hey, I wish somebody told her outside. That see what happened. Said so his wife came in not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her. This Peter said, "Define trouble." She for just leave this woman. He said, "Peter now asked her. Say, was this the price you and your husband received for your land?" And she said, "Yes." And Peter said, "How could the two of you?" Even think of conspiring to test the spirit of the Lord like this. The young men who buried your husband are just outside the door and will carry you out too. Instantly, she fell to the floor and died. Praise God. The first destructive type of destructive talk we're talking about is lies. Lies. It doesn't matter. See, first of all, for Ananas and Sapphira's matter, their problem was the problem was not that they were stingy. God, he did, that one did not concern him because Peter told him, he said, the land was your own. If you wanted to sell it, you sell it. If you don't want to sell it, nobody would have even stressed you. Nobody would have disturbed you. I know some people think that, oh, if you don't give, you are doing God. No. If you don't give, you are doing pastor. Not actually. Praise God. And not doing anybody but yourself because the promises and the the um, seed and harvest time is you, it will benefit. But that's not the message for today. So we're telling him that you did not, there was no need since you sold it. Because nobody forced you, Abby. Then you now came and lied. And in your mind, it was just a simple lie. Because that's what the devil tells us. Ah, it's justice. It's a small lie. In fact, sometimes he'll tell you that you're lying for your own good. 
You know those kinds of ah, ah. But this lie I'm telling is so that my friend will not get in trouble. It's for a good reason. No. Ah, I'm lying so that this person will not be hurt. You know, if I tell them the truth, they will be hurt. No. A lie is a lie. And with it comes death. I know that people don't drop dead immediately anymore. Even though sometimes. <laughs> but I did, not, I did not say it. You said it, man. <laughs> Praise God. But it doesn't mean that something doesn't die inside. Praise God. It doesn't mean that something doesn't die spiritually. Because we're spirits. We're spirits. Just because God is having mercy on you and you're not dropping dead physically. doesn't mean that something is not changing. doesn't mean that something is not turning. Praise God. Please give me Proverbs 6 from 16 to 19. Proverbs 6 from 16 to 19. They will tell you, ah, it's not a, it's not a big deal. She be a no key person. Now lie, I lie, no key person. I be. And I just, ah, she be, I just lie. Says there are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things he detests. Keep going. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong. Keep going. A false witness who pours out lies. A person who sows discord in a family. Is that the end? I think that's the end. So they were talking about seven things that God hates. They mentioned murder once. They mentioned lies twice. So when you say, ah, she been a lie, a lie, no key person. They are no key person that you think is greater. They mentioned it once. They said a lying tongue, one. They said a false witness that tells lies, two. So he said seven things that he hates and he mentioned lies twice. Don't let the devil deceive you that it's not a big deal. It's just a simple lie. No. Somebody that they said that someone that killed innocent. They even said they're innocent. But you know there's a way you kill somebody that deserves it. It's still not good. But imagine that you kill innocent blood. Eh? He still mentioned lie more than that one. Praise God. So stop letting the devil deceive. Oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, I just sometimes you are just lying to raise your rep. Imagine killing your spirit to raise your physical body. How does that make sense? Ah, let them not say that I don't have I don't have money. Let me say, let me say I have when I don't have. If only you know what is really happening behind the scenes when you tell lies. No go try them again. Praise God. So this Ananias and Sapphira, so even though it, it doesn't happen physically, it just shows us the extent to which God hates it. Your pastor is asking you, are you in a relationship? You say, no, meanwhile, meanwhile, you came from church from that boy's house because you didn't drop dead immediately. You think it's okay. Your boss asks you, what are you doing? Well, he says, I'm working. You're not working, ma. You are using office, office uh, Wi-Fi to watch Netflix. And you think it's okay. Says he hates a lying tongue. And he hates a false witness that pours out lies. So the next time the devil tells you, ah, she's been a lie, a lie. No keepers. Tell him you are a liar. Praise God. Because he's the father of all lies. So ah, does the father wants you to join him in the things he's doing now. Praise God. So the first destructive kind of talk is lies. Is lies. We need to be very wary of it. You need to carefully select your words. If you know that you cannot say the truth, don't talk. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. 
Praise God. Abraham almost ruined the promise with a lie. He said it was his sister. Eh, we agree now. It was, I mean, somebody would say he didn't lie now. It was his sister. Eh, he did not tell a lie, but he did not tell the complete truth. The complete truth was that he was, she was his wife. And somebody that they are told that you will be the father of nations, your wife will bear you a seed, blah, 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 blah. Because of one small lie, carry, one king carried the wife. And that promise, hey, would have, that would have been the end. All of us are saying, Father Abraham, I don't know who will be singing. I don't know whose name will be singing. Praise God. Why? Because I'm afraid. I'm afraid that if I tell, if I say that you're my wife, they will collect. Did they not see collector? They did. Praise God. So that thing that you're afraid of, that you say, let me, even if you lie, it will still come upon you. So avoid lies. Praise God. The second thing, Psalm 41, verse 5 to 6. So the first thing we've talked about is lies. The second thing, Psalm 41, from verse 5. It says, but my enemies say nothing but evil about me. How soon he will die and be forgotten, they ask. They visit me as if they were my friends. But all the while, they gather gossip. And when they leave, they spread it everywhere. Gossip. And it's not today they started, though. See David now. David of uh, how many thousand years ago. Say, people will come, act as if they're his friends, gather gossip. Because that's what they do. Hey, that's your job. How far now? Ah, that relationship we're talking about. How, what, what was happening? Hey, we've not heard anything. No, I hope, every, I hope all is well. Gather gossip. Gather gossip. Ah, you've been losing weight. So is everything okay? Gather gossip. Gather gossip. Ah, we've not been seeing you in church. You travel. Gather gossip. Gather gossip. And then when the person tells you, come and spread it everywhere. Destruction. Praise God. Gossip, very dangerous. Saying things behind people's back that you um, most likely cannot say in front of them. Because that's, why the, that's the reason you're saying it behind their back now. Because you can't say it in front of them. Then when they come, you change mouths. Praise God. We all know what happened to Miriam. Just in case, I mean, you can read it. Numbers 12, 1 to 10. They were gossiping about Moses. And the thing is, Moses did wrong, go. He actually did wrong. He went and married somebody that they, no, they said we are not supposed to marry. It's just like somebody in church now, go and marry unbeliever. Because they've Asimi has told us many times, don't marry unbeliever. Don't marry. Then somebody that is a high person in church, now go and marry unbeliever. Hey! They now did round table. Who snacks? Put chin chin and biscuits and the pet drink. I be what they call that thing? Pet coke. Sat down and say, hmm, you hear? Hey, when I did this church, since they happen under on our nose, and I just they look, see, see them, see them. Hey. This person go, you don't know who you marry. You know, be saying, hey, who? Ha! They've roped you in. I say, hey, I know here. Who? Ah, tell me. They've roped you in. You two, as they're telling you, are eating biscuits. Hey. Hmm. Why now? When? Which time? Hey, that's how they'll be doing. They'll be telling us what they said they cannot do. And then you, they talked and talked, and when they finished, God say, we're done, ma. Are you done? And what happened to her? Leprosy. Did Moses do wrong? Yes. Was he supposed to marry who he not marry? No. But now your own, you they talk. Only God is the one that is holding the exam sheet, holding the score paper, 
holding the biro, holding the stamp, holding everything. Is the one that he says is wrong that is wrong. Is the one that he says is right is right. Oh, but it's not logical. I mean, now you sabi. The person that holds score sheets, that holds exam paper, say this is the answer. That when somebody is doing wrong, leave them alone for me. That's the answer. You say no. Then in my own textbook, this is the answer. What happens is leprosy. That's the, that's the result you carry when they're sharing result paper. Leprosy. And like I told you, the things might not happen in the physical. doesn't mean that something is not happening in the spiritual. So that work that you have been looking for, you are not getting it. You think it's CV. It's not CV. Your mouth is not, it's not closing. Your CV is, is, is there, but your mouth is not allowing it to move forward. Praise God. It's not our business. Tell yourself, it's not my business. Tell your neighbor, drink water and mind your business. They ordain that pastor, see his dread, see his tattoo. It's not your business. Let us allow God be God all by himself now. All this one that you go to God's throne, say, shift, shift for me. It's like you're not doing your work. Let me and you be doing this work because you are not judging enough people, this God. This God is like you don't know your work, shift. That's what some of us are doing. Allow God be God. Praise God. He did not ask your opinion. Nobody. See, if, if they ask me, hmm, for me, Shai, if they have nobody asked you, literally nobody. You know that thing that they say nobody? No one. Literally no one. You are talking. Nobody asks you anything, dear. For me, Shai, for me, he does not. See, we don't care. It doesn't concern. Oh, well, all I'm just concerned about is it's not your business to be concerned. It's not your job to be concerned. Let the God who neither sleeps nor slumber worry. Who's your owner? Let him give you rest. Sleep. Sleep. Praise God. Let people be let, let people serve God the way they want to. And let God be the judge of whether he likes it. Or not, it's not you they are serving. When people start serving, you do your own. Do you understand? Make your own score sheets. That's in hell. My own said the people I died for, Abby, when you die for some certain, when any state or, or community you die for, let those people serve you the way you want. But until then, allow people serve God and let God be God all by Himself. Leave gossip, leave talk, leave oh. Uh, if they ask me, for me, Sha, I don't think that's in it. I don't think it makes it. Nobody, why are you thinking? Why? It's so unnecessary. Praise God. Let's leave gossip alone. Let's leave it alone. It's not helping you. It's not helping me. It's not helping anybody. You don't even say, oh, hey, see what I heard about hmm, Mr. Go. I heard something about Mr. Go. Come, let, you know, let our sisters in the Lord, let us join hands and pray about it. No, but don't join hands anything. Pray alone. Pray alone. Let God direct you in the way you and you alone should pray for her. You do WhatsApp group. You open the full WhatsApp group. Label it praying for Minister Ogo. Now pack like 10 people inside and be dropping gossip every day in the name of prayer points. God is watching. God is watching. Praise God. You must be very careful. Before you, before you plan to say that thing, ask yourself, this thing I want to say, can I say it in front of this person? And if, is it good? Is it true? 
ask yourself some questions first. Even if somebody told me it's true, did I verify? Because somebody can come and tell you now that, ah, I heard, were you there when the person heard? So your person might have come and told you a complete lie. So we have moved, so not only have you lied, you have gossiped. So only you, number one and two. Praise God. So we must be careful. Like I said, life and death is in your tongue. It's like you're holding a sword and you decide whether you stab somebody or not. And the worst is that you're stabbing them in the back. Praise God. So let's be very careful of gossip. So number three, the third thing. The third thing, Ephesians 5.4. Ephesians 5.4. So we've talked about lies. We've talked about gossip. And now the third thing, Ephesians 5.4. It says obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes. These are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. Can you give me this in message translation as well? It says, though some tongues just love the taste of gossip, Christians have better uses for language than that. It says, don't talk dirty or silly. That kind of talk doesn't fit our style. Thanksgiving is our dialect. So profanity, dirty talk, swear words, nonsense song that you are singing. You know that they are using the F word, they are using the S word, they are using all sorts of things. You are singing it, why? Because you like the beat. They say it doesn't fit our style. They say it's not our dialect. How are you speaking? Where did you learn this language, Abby? Because if you have a child in the house, you teach the child Igbo and teach the child English. Then one day the child comes back, he's speaking German. You go ask him now. Say, where you learn this one? We don't speak it in this house. It's the same thing God is saying to you this evening. We don't speak it in this house. I don't care if it's trending. I don't care if that's what's raining. I don't care if it makes you look cool. We don't speak it in this house. Praise God. Say, it's just a joke. No, we don't speak it in this house. It's not funny to us. Even if you're not the one saying it, people around you won't get past. They are not making jokes about her body. Saying so now you are comfortable. You stand there. You are even saying, don't talk like that. No. Move. We don't talk like that here. Praise God. There's a, there's a way. There's a way we talk. There's a dialect. There's a way you will talk. I will know that you, we are together. We came from the same house. We have the same father. Jonathan, we have the same nationality. We hold the same passport. Anywhere in the world you go, you meet a Nigerian, you know that this is a Nigerian because you get us your tongue be. But you say you're a, you, you're a leader in choir. You say you're a leader in Osha. You say you're a be Osha. <laughs> now I don't spoke. You say, you say you're a leader in wanting, wanting. Then you go outside there, F this, F that. We don't know you. We've never, we don't talk like you are a stranger. Praise God. You're a stranger. Don't let them deceive you. Oh, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Since when? When did the contract change? They should show you the document that says, oh, it's now okay. Because this is the document that we're using. And Ephesians 5.4 is still there. And it says, don't talk dirty. It says it doesn't fit our style. It says it's not our dialect. So they should show you the place 
where he changed. Praise God. Don't be moved by what the world is doing. We're not called to conform. We're called to stand out. Ah, if I talk like this, they will think I'm a Jew man. It's okay. If, that's, if those are the kind of people that get to heaven, it's okay. Abi, their goal is different from our goal. The post is different from our post. You cannot say, I, because everybody is pushing ball now to this side. Let me put me while your goal post is here. You lose the game. Praise God. So let's be careful about profanity, immoral words, things. And then you come back, you, you say all those things outside. You say all those things at work. Say, oh, I'm an entertainer. I have to use these words. Then you come to church and you use that same mouth to worship. You use that same mouth to pray and you think it's okay. Imagine that you go and visit your friend who has a toddler that is potty training. Then you sat down there. The baby. You know, sometimes some people put their potty in the parlor, in the corridor, in different places. So sometimes you see the baby said. So the baby sits down on potty and finish using the, the toilet and everything. And then the woman carries the potty and goes inside. Then she comes in and uses the potty to bring food for you. Ah, which one is you? You know why? The food is sweet now. You know it. There's plenty of meat. Is a and ogbono soup with different. There's fish. There's eh. Ah, you know it. Why? Ah, why we know it? Oh, okay. They don't use the thing that they used to carry trash to carry on noabi. Eh, it's the same thing. So you use that mouth outside as a potty. Then you bring it and you put worship inside. You say, God, collect. Why? Something you will not take. Something you will not take. No way. Doesn't work like that. Say, so, ah, but my voice is nice. Uh-uh. Shabbi, I said, yeah, but it's sweet here. Yeah. People say no. Because what you use for potty is different from what you use to serve food. You don't join it. Nobody does it anywhere. I don't care how many times you wash that pot, that potty, I will not use it to eat. So you can't say the same mouth that you used to say those, those profane words outside. Oh, because I'm at work, it's okay. But when I come to the house of the Lord, I will now raise up holy hands and be saying, and I'll be speaking to man, they, 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 you are on your own. The same way you didn't eat diaba, the same way the woman brought you say, <laughs> ah, thank you, <laughs> no, but no thanks. That's the same way too. God will be saying no thanks because you use the same mouth. To do what he does not understand. Praise God. We must be careful. Don't let this world put you in trouble. As children of God, we need to communicate with our father. It is a need. It's how we move, live, and breathe. Don't let anybody collect it from you. In the name of, we are trending. It's cool. It's not a big deal. These words are destructive to us as children of God. He said it's not our style. It's not our style. Praise God. The next thing, I don't talk. I don't talk. So the first thing was what? Second thing, third thing, profane words. Fourth thing, I don't talk. You know how they say, just open your mouth, wah. Eh, saying things that you, we are spirit beings. They, you would, again, I'm sorry, I have to refer to last week. Men, don't be angry. Watch online, watch online. They say before you start talking, you brood. You brood. When, when God came and saw the earth was without form and void, 
Say, did not just start shouting first. Let there be like, mm-mm. Say, the first hover, the first processed the matter. Sometimes before you talk, set your spirit. Process it first. Not every time. The, the, the story that comes to mind is the story of Jephthah in Judges 11. And Jephthah was a warrior in Gilead. I don't know if you, I mean, if you haven't read the story. Let me just try and summarize very fast. Jephthah was a, a, a warrior in Gilead. His mother was a prostitute. And so at some point, his stepbrothers chased him out of the land. That, ah, your mother is a prostitute. You cannot inherit anything. Go away. So they chased him away and he went to one side, one place called Tob, to go and sit down. And then at some point, um, they were being attacked. So they came again to come and beg him because he was a warrior. So they came to Jephthah and said, please come and help us. We're being attacked. He said, ah, it's not you that drove me away. What is your own? They said, ah, please come and help us. If you come and help us, if we win, we'll make you ruler over us. He said, eh, say it again. Say it where. If I win, you will do what? They said, they will make you ruler over. He said, all right. So he came. And from, let me read from Judges 11, uh, from 29. Give me from 29. It says, at that time, so Jephthah came now to fight. It says, at that time, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. And he went throughout the land of Gilead and Manasseh, including Mizpah and Gilead. And from there, he led an army against the Ammonites. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. He said, if you give me victory over the Ammonites, I will give to the Lord whatever comes out of my house to meet me when I return in triumph. I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. So Jephthah led his army against the Ammonites and the Lord gave him victory. He crushed the Ammonites, devastating about 20 towns from blah, 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 blah. In this way, Israel defeated the Ammonites. When Jephthah returned home to Mizpah, his daughter came out to meet him, playing a tambourine and dancing for joy. She was his one and only child. He had no other sons or daughters. When he saw her, he tore his clothes in action. Oh, my daughter, I cried out. You have completely destroyed me. How? She really girl was on her own when you were making promise that nobody sent you. He said, you brought disaster on me, for I made a vow to the Lord and I cannot take it back. Because when, when I was reading, I said, when he made that vow, didn't he think for just one second that what if is my daughter that comes out? Because anything that comes out, so that means he was not talking about inanimate object. Too. So maybe he was hoping that a cow or a goat or a sheep is what we come up. But what if, just what if, does you take time and brood, not just wah. Some people have made vows. Oh, I, because they bought you one uh, uh, designer bag. Oh, I love you. I will love you forever. Then the bag, reach, you reach as the bag cut. And I say, ah, I'm not doing it again. Oh, no. No. <laughs> ah, you must do. Sometimes we make all sorts of promises or vows or things that we say in excitement. With emotion. Brood first. Calm down. Think. Process it. Ask your spirit. Because I'm sure if Jephthah took a moment. After they said the spirit of the Lord was upon him. If he had taken a moment to just search himself. If for no sin, I'm picking will come out. Then if for change jam. To Lord, anything that is not my daughter. That comes out. Or any animal. That comes. Just a moment to think. You know that if I just say it this way. Instead of this way. My life will be saved. This one I'm telling you. Now Jephthah killed his daughter. This one I'm telling you now. He did not even have to because the Lord already gave him victory. What? I just, you know, he said, open your mouth. Wah. 
Because why? Why? The poor girl that was minding her own business. Burnt offering, no. It's not a gun. He said that we sacrifice it as a burnt offering to you. When he told her, the girl said, let me cry for two months first. It's here. It's in the Bible. Read it. The girl said, eh? Okay. You have made a vow to the Lord. And because you have made a vow to the Lord, you must do it. But let me go and cry for two months first. Because it was not a, it was not a joke. So there are some things that you are saying. Now take a moment and think about it. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Take a moment and brood. Take a moment and pray. Take a moment and set your spirit. Just a moment before you open your mouth. Wow. Jephthah's daughter died, though, just like that. Say, ah, Lord, hey, because you have done this. Hey. Making promises that you know you can't keep. Praise God. It's destructive. It's destructive. I do talk. Take a moment and just brood. Jephthah wasn't thinking about it. Totally forgot that his daughter was in the house. Just felt like, oh, in this moment of excitement, let me just say something. Ah, the guy is proposing. You are not sure. Take a moment and brood. Don't say, ah, because everybody, everybody saying, say yes now. Say yes. They hold their phone. Say yes. Auntie, if you're not sure, my dear, tell them say, come back for part two. You must not talk that moment. It's not by force. There's no way they are counting it for you that you must talk that moment. Because when the chips are down, maybe the army that he led, everybody went to their own wives and children. When the chips are down, nobody said, ah, Jephthah, you try for us. Instead of your daughter, come and take my own and sacrifice. No. Nobody, they do that one, no. It's you that talk. It's you that the consequence will come upon. Praise God. That's the first kind of idle talk. The second kind of idle talk, Proverbs 14, 23. Proverbs 14, 23. Proverbs 14, 23. I have to rush now. It says, work brings profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. There are many things you say you will do this year. Not done one. At the beginning of the year, I will, I will, oh, this year, 2023. I will, I will, I will. Somebody's asking you, ah, I'm going to start that business. You say it today. Next week, ah, that business, I'm going to start it. Uh, next week, I'm going to start, ah, who do you resemble? Because the God that we have is a queen, me. He says a thing and he does it. Who you resemble? If you know you cannot do it, don't say it. Get up. Stop, just stop, stop. If you know that you're one of those people that, oh, you, 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 you say things that you would do and then at some point, you're just tired. Usually phlegmatics are like that. Just say, whoa, I beg. I rest, I won't rest. I don't keep pressing. Get somebody that you're accountable to, to push you. But let's just stop saying things that we know that we're not going to do. He says, ordinary talk brings poverty. You must support that talk you're talking with work. Praise God. So the next thing, I have to move very fast now. This is number what? Five hurtful words. Ephesians 4, 29, 31. Hurtful. We have so many bullies. You have house There's nothing that house has not heard from your mouth. You are useless. You are a fool. You are this. You are that. Ah, ah. Things that you cannot say to your children. 
with this same mouth that you come to God and give worship with. No, we already clarified that. He doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. He says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Don't use foul or abuse. Some people, even people that you've never met before, this part rider is coming to meet you because the person passed house one instead of house two. Are you daft? Are you, what's wrong with you? Don't you? Calm down. Why are you so, you're so brash with your words. Because he's a Uber driver, you talk to him anyhow. That's not how we talk here. Praise God. Your children are watching. You think your children are watching? You are driving. There's nobody you've not abused on the way. There's nobody. And you're carrying your children at the back seat. And then when they say stupid to each other, I say, hey, where did you learn that? Who taught you? Hey, I kneel down there. As they are kneeling down, kindly tell them to shift so you kneel down beside them because it's you that they learnt it from. They can see the way you talk to your house help. The way you finish shouting at that one, you're like, Junior, how are you? No. It's that one, that one that you're doing. That's the one they will learn. And words are seeds. Everything that you say to somebody is being planted in their heart. Some people have self-esteem issues today because one person told them 17 years ago that they were stupid. And they believed it. And it ruined their lives forever. So let's be careful about you think it's not a big deal. Uh Is it because I call you stupid? I beg. No. People are different. Some people will use that word, take it and brood on it and believe it and hold it. And it will take only the grace of God to release them from it. Somebody is working for you, say, I use less. You are, no. We need to be careful about the Yes, some people can be annoying, but it doesn't mean that this God is, God is telling us, don't use foul or abusive language. If somebody is being annoying, let your own obedience be complete first. I know it's hard. I know. I personally know because some people. <laughs> there's sometimes, there's sometimes I move to somebody is stupid and I say it's not an abuse. Now it's a fact because the person is artist. Um, uh, that one you are speaking English. <laughs> say no, but no. The, the English word, the English word. The person is actually acting stupid. So it's just a fa- it's a lie. You're being abusive, and it's bad language, and it should not come out from your mouth. And then the last thing is negative talk. Negative. Ah, this Nigeria. There is, ah, there is nobody. There is no You can never do this one. I can never prosper. That business, ah, it cannot work. It cannot. The other day, somebody was saying something. She said, I think there was, um, there was something somebody was saying. He said, ah, I can never afford this thing. And I'm like, never. Like, never, never, never. Not even next week. Not even next year. Ah. Why are you swearing for yourself like this now? Just say I can't buy. Which one is I can never? Please, though. What's that? Please, I can never afford this thing. Ah. Words have life. You say, I can never afford that thing. That one will just go and sit down on your account and balance there. And truly, truly, you will see that you will never be able to afford that thing. Ah, this Nigeria is too tough. Truly, truly, you will begin to see that indeed Nigeria is tough for you. Biki always says something. He says, we are not thermometers. We are thermostats. We don't tell the temperature. We change it. 
So a thermometer zone is this is the temperature. I will just report it. I will just we are not newscaster. Yes, we can see that the somehow, but we are supposed to say the things that be not as though they were. Why? Because you shall have what you say. So be careful about joining people to say negative things. Ah, this course, nobody ever gets first class. Be it unto you according to your words. We must be careful. It's not just business as usual. They are not just words. That's what this whole month is about. They are not just words. You must be careful. They leave your mouth and become life in your life. Not in another person's own. So the things that you are saying over yourself is for you. So if you say Nigeria is hard, it may not be hard for all of us. It will be hard for only you that said it. That's how it works. So when you see somebody else that is prospering, you'll be angry. The next thing you say is a thief. It's not a thief. It's because when he wakes up in the morning, he says, Nigeria is green for me. In this land, I will prosper. Though it seems tough for others, not for me. In Nigeria, I prosper in every currency. Everything that I put my hands to work, everywhere that I put my feet, I dominate. Somebody is saying those words on himself every day. They come and say, it's not pass here, who is doing? Now you know, praise God. You must be careful about the words that you speak over yourself, over your children, over your business, over your career, over your ministry. What is even worse is a closed mouth. That you do not even talk at all. That was even the worst test. Praise God. But negative talk is a no-no for us as children of God. Because the, our words have power. Our words have power. I don't know how else I can say this, that it will sink in. Your words have power. Even if it's a song. Nigeria, Jaga, Jaga, you join them and you're singing it. No, I'm telling you, those are words that are coming out. There might be, there might be a beat behind it. But the words will leave your mouth and they will become life. So if things seem to be tough for you, what are you saying? Or what are you not saying, as the case may be? Please give me Psalm 141, verse 3, as I round up. Psalm 141, verse 3. It says, take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. Hallelujah. We're going to pray this night. Please, let's be on our feet. It says, take control of what I say, O Lord. Guard my lips. Because like I told you, it's hard. Sometimes you are minding your business. You are trying to drive in peace. One person will just do something stupid, and you want to tell them. Because they deserve to know how stupid they are being at the moment. Mm -mm. It says, Father, guard my lips. Take control of my word. I thought we would have been started with a side praying. Oh, you're waiting for me to say on your mask. Yes, said go. Begin to pray for yourself. Say, Father, take control of what I say, oh Lord. Don't allow words that should not leave my lips, leave this mouth. Commit your words into his, his hands. Ah. David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, O God. 
That is my prayer tonight, oh God. That the words of my mouth, that the words of my mouth be acceptable to you, oh God. That you will guard my lips from lies. That you will guard my lips from gossip. That you will guard my lips from hurtful words. That you will guard my lips from negativity. That I will not be found in the places where profanity is going on. Guide my mouth from idle talk that can put me in trouble. Take control of every word that comes out of my mouth, oh God. Father, we thank you. We thank you because indeed we have heard your word tonight. Once have you spoken, twice have we heard. We now know what not to say. We now know the kinds of things that you say is our dialect. We refrain from using words that you would need to use it to give you food to eat. No more we will do that in the mighty name of Jesus. Because we trust you, O God, to take control of what we say and to guard our lips going forward. For in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Hallelujah.